Hello and welcome to Your Dream Gym Series 4, Episode 4 with Paul Woodford or Woody, as he's more commonly known. My name's Guy Griffiths and I help our guests to build their dream gym, a club without any of the financial or physical limits of the real world. But we also get into their exercise and activity background and history and the kind of workouts that they love. Your Dream Gym is part of the collective, a network of fitness industry professionals whose purpose is to help the industry to share, collaborate and grow. And as well as podcasts, we host online educational interviews and um, forums, bringing people together to discuss what's going on in the industry um, and yeah, to allow operators and consultants to, to connect more and learn and share their experiences. So look out for The Collective across all the socials, particularly LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, and get involved in one of the online discussions or just by sharing or liking the content online and join the conversation by using the hashtag YourDreamGym. I'll pop back at the end of this podcast with some uh, details of what's going on on The Collective and um, announcement for next week's guest. Next, you'll get a quick word from our supporting partner this week. Then you'll be able to get straight to the dream gym of Paul Woody Woodford from Alliance TA6. This episode is supported by Pro Insight Mystery Shopping. If you're going to build or run your dream gym, you need to know what is happening on your front line. ProInsight turns everyday insights into profit through mystery shopping, audits, and research programs. They can measure any service encounter against your brand values and systems and deliver the results back to you fast. This gives your club more focus on service and brand standards, an independent and objective customer viewpoint, and benchmarking against your competitors. To arrange a complimentary standard visit or digital or telephone mystery shop for your club worth up to £150, visit ProInsight.org and quote Your Dream Gym. This offer is valid until 30th of April 2023. Hello, today I'm joined by one of the least salesy salespeople that I know. Paul Woodford started out at DC Leisure, went through some interim consultancy roles, and then joined Alliance Leisure in 2009 as head of client support and then director of marketing and partnerships. And he helped form TA6, which is a division of Alliance Leisure four years ago now. Yeah, no, um, I think nearly five. Yeah, nearly five there. years ago. So if if you if you look at his LinkedIn profile, words that pop out include motivated, commitment, trustworthy, integrity, passionate, dedicated, inspirational, professional, and likable. And I'd agree with all of those. Although I did call him Paul Woodford, which is is not quite right because he prefers to be called Woody. So really interested to hear about your dream gym today. Woody, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks, Guy. Yeah, I've been really looking forward to this. Uh, since you sent me the invite. Yeah, thank you for including me in this great series. So worried about what you're going to ask me, though. Definitely. Really? I know that you're a cheeky happy, aren't you? So there's probably a few curveball questions in there. Definitely. Could be. I'll see. I'll see if we can get some curveballs in either as we go through at the end. Um, but yeah, listen, distinguished career and, you know, pl- a pleasure to be ha- having worked with you on a few different contracts and also to uh, play golf with you a few times. Yeah, big supporter of the collective golf day. Thank you for that. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love what the collective's done for the industry over the whole pandemic. It's kept us connected. So, and, you know, big thank you back to you. And we can have a cheeky round of golf every now and again, then that's even better. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, other than exercising around the golf course, particularly when you play with me, probably get a few more steps in. And what, what are your reasons for keeping fit or exercising? I think they've changed, definitely. I think health's number one for me. I think now that I've definitely got less years left to live than I've actually lived, I think health becomes more important. Whereas when it was the other way, I was probably, you know, training for other reasons, you know, more sport in the past but specifically i'd say health is the main reason that i yeah. work i've started playing football again vets football for Ascot near where i live which has given me a release of life so i definitely get a buzz when i'm training for that now and and i'd also say i train to keep weight off i'm susceptible to putting a few pounds on guy if i don't if i don't exercise so i think you know i've lost a couple of stone this year so i want to keep that off so yeah that, you know, that keeps you healthy but i'd say health being healthy energy being good yeah time. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I guess still enjoying the, the, the nice things in life and, and keeping that weight off rather than saying, I'm going to deny myself those because that's, that's just the, the, the better way around. Right. Yeah. I do enjoy a glass of wine. I think, you know, lockdown was challenging because you end up drinking like you're on an all-inclusive holiday, but um, you know, I think no, yeah. Having, having a balance definitely, I think it's important. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And the football, tell me more about the football. That's just something you used to do a lot, but then had a break. Yeah. From it, Played at OK level when I was younger and, you know, and since having set, you know, two boys, you know, career took over, I stopped playing probably a little bit earlier than I thought. And getting back into playing vets football has just been amazing. You know, the camaraderie mm. with teammates is a great group of people at Ascot and, and I'm loving it getting fit and active again. And I love, I love training when there's a competitive edge to it. I think that's really, really important rather than just going out for a run. You know, mm. go training Wednesday night, tomorrow night is our training. I can't wait, you know, it's, and I think that's what exercise should be about. Yeah. You got to look forward to that more than you are looking forward to going for a run tomorrow night because why well, is that camaraderie, right? Yeah. And it's a connection. I think lockdown, we lost a bit of that, didn't we? I think connecting with people, but it's that competitive edge, you know, I think, you know, I think you train better, you, you, you get more out of exercise if you, you know, if you, you're putting that effort in and I think sport brings that out of you definitely. So I'm loving that, loving and it. Where- where, where, where you, so it is competitive. Whereabouts are you playing? Yeah, we're playing in the Vets League, kind of the Surrey League, you know. So, yeah, I'm playing, you know, Ascot. There's two teams there. So I want to get in the first team. That's my desire. But, okay. Yeah, uh, a, a position on the pitch? I, I like playing centre midfield. Yeah. People who played with me will know that I played there a bit, getting stuck in, being a bit of a, a Rottweiler in midfield is my game. So I enjoy that, definitely. And that's hopefully... Yeah, where I play, but we'll see. They've got some brilliant players there, so I've got to fight to get in. Yeah, a bit of a linchpin there in in midfield, I guess, and probably getting yeah, probably covering more ground than most of the players. Yeah, I found that really frustrating. I used to really be fit and can cover, you know, run, 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 and that was my game. And then to start again, and that was a big reason to kind of lose some weight as well because I, I suddenly realised I couldn't couldn't run like I used to, and I still can't. But my legs are working, and you know, and um. I'm getting moving and I think, yeah, the, our bodies are built to move, aren't they? Right. I think that's why, you know, a big thing we're in the sector, we need to, we need to move and we sit in, this is great chatting to you on a call, but it's, you know, moving is what it's about. And so, yeah, when I wasn't moving as much as I could, mm-hmm. you know, I had to get fit and shed some pounds. So uh, yeah, loving it. Loving it. Yeah. Cool. 
So training on a Wednesday, ma- matches, what is it? Training once a week, matches once yeah, a week? Yeah, I make or... Fridays and Saturdays mixture. Season's finished now, so we're on the off-season, which is good. But I know I'm training, I've got a gym at home, which I love. Lockdown, we, we set up a gym at home. And that's been a bit of a game-changer for me in terms of working out, having my own space to train. And so it's really opened my eyes up to actually maybe how clubs should set themselves up. You know, when mm. you when you set up and you choose what kit you want. And, yeah, you know, I think it's really important that, you know, people can choose how they want to work out and get the most from it. So yeah, that's been amazing. Cool. And, and what are the workouts or what, what other exercises are you getting in, in, in a typical? I'll, I'll go out in the gym, you know, three or four times in, you know, and we've got football training in there. You know, tonight I've got one of my best buddies, Jason's coming over, a good friend of mine from California and he's, we, we go out in, in my garage and we'll have a, it's our Tuesday night hit workout. Okay. And, I mean, yeah, we five minutes. I'll choose what we're going to do. We blitz it. And that's a real buzz. There's some cheesy high fives that go on out there and some embarrassing moments. But yeah, I love it. I really look forward to it. So that's five o'clock tonight, every Tuesday. So it's that kind of stuff. It's a routine again as well, isn't it? Of getting into a bit of a habit of committing to something makes a big difference. So Yeah. 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 And, 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 and looking forward to it. You know, the same as football training or, you know, the, the you know, reasons to train for a match, but you're doing it with someone else a lot of the time, or are you, you're just going there for a workout on your own? Well, I go out and do a lot of my own and pump up some music and do that. And, you know, I love that. I find that, yeah, enjoyable, but I really enjoy training, you know, you know, more than going into a class with the 20, 30 people, just two of us being able to go and the gym's quite raw, dark, pump up the music. So I really get actually why you know, the boutiques position themselves a lot in the way they do, because you can go in and just, you know, train and be without, you know, everyone being able to see what you're up to. And I think that's really important. And yeah. 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 And that vibe, what you're talking about, that the, the boutique, the kind of almost the, the nightclub type boutique is what I'm, that kind of, you're going in there. It's not necessarily super dark, but there's loud music and. Yeah. I've developed this line. I think it's something to maybe a few other things we'll end up talking about today, but we've got a picture on the stairs that someone bought us that says dance like no one is watching. Uh-huh. And I really love, I've developed this thing of training like no one is watching, right? So I love that, I love to be able to go out in my gym in the garage, whack up the music, you know, I'll have the treadmill running constantly. So if I want to, I'll do something and I'll jump on and do a, stuff you couldn't do in your normal, your gym, if you're a member of a club. Yeah. You know, I can drop the dumbbells if I want. I can't even growl at myself in the mirror if I, you know, I can jump on a punch bag and think I'm Rocky really badly, you know, yeah, yeah. it's embarrassing to do that kind of stuff and not scenes. Whereas yeah, in some of the darker kind of raw, you know, raw kind of boutiques, it's, I really get that because you can just train without really worrying that everyone's looking at you. And I like that. Yeah. I, think, I think that gives people confidence. So yeah, I think training like no one is watching has become kind of something I've developed over lockdown really. It's um, almost the, 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 the original fit space was in um, or fitness space sorry was in Ascot wasn't it they, you know they were their motto never train it's, a, it's not the opposite of that because I guess when you are training with did you say Jason yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing that same you're st- I'm, I imagine you're still dropping the dumbbells and growling and you know yeah. high-fiving each other yeah there's no one watching the two of you exactly there'll be some really embarrassing high-fives after we've done a a, a, a six minute loop and we're having our rest and yep. so, yeah, yeah, man, you're doing well on countdowns, but you know, we're egging each other on and now, yeah, there's nothing worse of you know, managed gyms, you know, people dropping weights unnecessarily, but that moment where Stop. you just do what you need to do, or you can get four or five out, or you can have that machine and jump on there, be creative with your workouts and you just don't get that freedom a little bit in, 
in your normal gym. If you, and you can still do that, create your own workouts, but you know, that kind of hit functional space where you can, you know, roll with it a bit, I think is really cool. So, yeah. And, and be, you know, I love that. I want people to, you know, if I had my own gym, we talked about that, you know, that someone could jump on the punch bag and be their own version of Rocky or Mike Tyson if they want, you know, and let it go. And, and I think, yeah, I think that's important that you've got that, you feel comfortable to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, so that's, you know, the, the kind of workouts you're doing in your gym. Is there anything else that you're, you know, exercise-wise, what else are you getting out there and doing? Other than football um, and, a, and a gym workout, or is that? Yeah, is that... Okay. yeah I, I'm loving my golf. You know, we talked about that earlier. I think that, you know, getting out and having a long walk playing golf for me is, you know, some people say it's a great walk, walk spoiled, but I love it. I think if I was, yeah, if I could come back and do anything, I'd be a top professional golfer traveling the world, you know, and you know, I'd love it. Yeah, love, but golf is just what I would do if I could, if I had some spare time. And I just, mm. you know, think getting out, chatting to friends, playing golf, you know, Fresh air, walking, you know, the competitive edge, you know, against yourself. I think it's brilliant. And uh, yeah. yeah. And help. What, what, what does that say? Yeah. As you say, get it, it. It is a nice walk spoiled for a lot of people, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's, you know, four or five hours of, you know, away from making widgets, away from email, but chatting to mates and having, as you say, having a bit of competition against others or just against yourself. And it's, it is progression as well. It's like, you know, and my, my boys, when they were younger, you know, both top end two age 14, 16 now, but when they were younger, they did, it was a brilliant kind of kickboxing club near here. They went and they get their belts and their aspiration. They progressed, mm -hmm. you know, and I think we can learn a lot about that for, in our sector that we just get people set up for good luck. Off you go. And we think that they're, and they're self-sufficient, but having things to work for challenges, goals, aspirations, you know, you know, Golf has that in abundance because every, you know, every, every round there'll be shots that you, you, you hang your head and think, how did that happen? And then you'll do something amazing or you're progressing and improving. So I think, yeah. And you have the handicap system and, you know, I was doing a bit of work with golf at the moment. They don't celebrate that enough or help people progress on, you know, on their handicaps. And there's a big opportunity there and mm. lesson learned for us as a sector to help people flow through to be an exerciser. Yeah. I think that's key. Yeah, absolutely. I learned a little bit about, or I, I saw a few lessons on, on progression through lockdown with, I did some virtual assessments or, or yeah, progression for, for Taekwondo with my son and our, our feet were all over the place because we were doing that over Zoom. Uh, but the same, my kids having piano exams on Zoom and having to record it and not doing sight reading, which, you know, is a massive advantage. Mm. But the point is people need, particularly kids need to progress still. And, you know, with your lads going through martial arts and things and seeing them go through their different belts. And you're absolutely right. It is something that we need to give more of the industry and in golf as well, celebrating, you know, shaving off a, a half or even a whole point off your handicap is, or playing under your handicap is massive, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And improving and celebrating success and, you know, what are people exercising for? You know, you ask me that question. I mean, my, maintain my health, I want to sleep better. I want to feel like I've got more energy, all those kind of things. And is that actually happening? And when it does, is there someone that I can bounce off or am I getting content to help me? Not just the, it's a facility to go and work out at. We're not just providing the space. Well, some people may see that's, that's what they do. They provide the space, but can we actually help someone? And you know, we've got this more kind of mantra we, we, we developed within TA6 and an alliance of meeting people where they are, but also on the flip side of making people feel like they they're an exerciser and i am i'm an exerciser it's what i do i exercise i'm active mm -hmm. i think the sector is to help someone who's joined 
you know, who's, who's saying they used to be, or they've never been an exerciser to get to that point. And then if people join and they say, no, I am an exerciser, we're going to help you maintain that. Stay motivated and, you know, not get bored and progress. But yeah. Yeah. Get to level two exerciser, whatever that, and that's, that's going to look, yeah, it's going to look the same for a few people, but it's going to look different for most people. Right. Yeah. I think every, I want everyone to, you know, like we get up and clean our teeth. It's part of what we do that they see that being an exerciser should be something they do, but it's really difficult to commit to that behavior change that, you know, that's going on up here that stops us from being able to commit and do that. And, you know, and I also think a lot of people don't really understand how to do it properly and they, they get bored. It's a chore for people. So, you know, yeah. facilities provide so many different things, you know, rather than just one product that they could get involved in to be active, but we want people to be an exerciser. It's what they do. Mm. They're weak, you know, they're active. And I know we, active is a big word that we focus on. We want to get people active in the sector, but you know, it seems like we'd be scared to say, no, you exercise, you work out. And you've asked those questions today. How do you work out? And we want people to, to train and exercise and keep yourself fit and active. And you know, you've got to have some form of routine to do that. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't be afraid of workouts. Don't be afraid of exercise, which yeah, let's face it. A lot of people are, but yeah, it's about turning people in, into those. Yeah. And progressing them and what. What's, so do you measure, we talked about measuring progression in golf. What about, you know, how do you measure your progression, Woody, in terms of your health or fitness? You mentioned sleep or, I think or are, you, are, you, are you tracking it? And... No, to be fair, no, that would scare me. I think I can tell, yeah, if I'm, you know, where your mental space is. I think mental health is mm. so cool and I'm really passionate about supporting people with mental health and, and people feeling comfortable to talk about. I think all of us in some form are battling, you know, certain things and anxieties and stresses in life. I think, um, and I think, you know, sleeping, exercising, eating well, your social connections, all those things really help your self-esteem stay high. And I think, and yeah, so for me, a, a real kind of guide to how I'm feeling is am I sleeping well or, and what energy have I got? And I think, yeah, so I do, I do look at that. How much coffee do I need to get through the day? Unless it's a normal day. And yes. I did, I have got my own, like a composition, body composition machine here, you know, that, so I track, you know, when I started, when I was looking to lose some weight, my visceral fat, internal fat was high-ish, not that scared me. So that gave me some focus, mm -hmm. which was cool. That's down to a healthy level now. So I, I think those things are helpful, but I think, you know, I did get obsessed with weight and tracking and jumping on scales. And I think that's dangerous. And so I think it's got to be done in the round. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's body age was so much lower than mine, which was really annoying, but yeah. Yeah. The competitive aspect then comes back in. Yeah. But I do think you can get, yeah, I think you've got to be coached and supported. There's got to be strong education and content. I think it's really powerful to have things you're aspiring to work towards, but yeah, yeah, you can become obsessed. Yeah. I think we've, I think we've chatted previously about, you know, measuring your boys on it and you know, what, yeah how that's taken and how it's used and, you know, not, not necessarily talking about them, we're talking about yourself and, and focusing on visceral body fat. Yeah, sure. You might be getting your physical health Im improving, but if that's, you know, at a cost to your mental health, then yeah, you've got to keep it in check, haven't you? Yeah. And some great tools, great products out there that help. And I think if they're used in, in our environment, right, I think they're really powerful. So mm. yeah, it's all about moderation and everything, isn't it? And, and looking at the whole, how am I feeling, not just an obsession on one particular yeah. part, of how I look, you know, but yeah. So yeah, I do track things. I do look at that. And I think as a sector, we've got to be better with data and insight and helping people. We've all got different systems and mm. you know, customers are using an app here or this there and that there. It really needs to be an ecosystem connected more, I think.
Um, yeah, yeah. Which I think I think one of the key words you use is coaching and the kind of support around it. Mm. Yeah, That's, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, my gym. Yeah, I've got loads of music. Pumped yeah, up. go on. What what, what does oh, what, what, <laughs> is your dream gym? The gym in your garage is that? I'm not, I think so. Although, though, you know, it's nice to go. I think. I think it was the essence of the third space brand. I didn't realize, you know, being set to so long, but mm. I think lockdown's taught us that you have your three spaces, isn't there? There's your, yeah, your workspace, your home space, and then the third space is where you exercise and you're active. And COVID means that they've all become the same space, you know, and then there are a lot of people. And yep. actually it's good to go and have a workout, you know, and go and feel like you're going to do it. Like I love going to football training and getting mm. stuff, doing it, coming back. So. Yeah, I love my little gym in the garage, but yeah, if there was a club that gave me that freedom just to go in and I had a space where I could be, you know, not I could train like no one's watching, I would, yeah, do it. But I think we have to cut okay. a little bit, yeah. This episode is supported by Johnson Reed Fitness Finance. Investing in top-class facilities and new technologies helps leisure operators to attract, engage, and retain members. But juggling cash flow is a constant challenge for every organization, often leading to shelved ideas and missed opportunities. The expert team at Johnson Reed can provide the funding you need for any number of projects. Their common sense lending, an appetite for quirky kit, opens the door to new cardio, strength, free weights, bespoke rigs, AV, aircon, security and alarm systems. Even intangible costs like marketing campaigns, website or app development. Wherever you are in your business journey, head to johnsonreed.co.uk today and get a quote for that lease, loan or asset. Yeah, yeah. So, so listen, we've got, you've got a magic wand. I'm your, I'm your gym genie. You can have, you can have whatever you want in this, um, in this third space, not, not necessarily the third space. So what's the setup at your dream gym? Yeah, I really want to have, you know, a variety of machines. I want to have a space. I want to have an amazing sound system with great lighting and that kind of stuff. I think the atmosphere and going to train and feeling like that, I think it's really important. So yeah, as long as I've got my Y bells, actually, there's some one bit of kit I love. I absolutely obsessed the Travel Wells crew. You know, I've got some Y bells that you know, I, I can use those that I use them the most and fun with me. I can jump on. What's so good be, about Y bells? Pardon? What's Just so good about the Y bells? Uh, you know, again, it's that I can, I can do so many different exercises with that bit of kit. And it, you know, again, it's, it's the whole essence of functional equipment that you can use to kind of be a bit creative but i think people need confidence to do that i think and so i'd have a space that there's lots i can do you know punch bags boxing space um not loads of cv kit yes i want that but you know just a variety for me to be able to use and, and a pumping sound system i think and then having that i think a dream you is having staff that i think are there to support and help i think is key but not pressurizing you have to have it. I think also there's a bit of obsession that you have to pay for its PT. So I think in my club, it, you'd pay a little bit more, but you get it, you get the best, you get that expertise and support and they're there. There's an, there's an atmosphere. Definitely. Yeah. So if, yeah, you pay, you're paying extra, but if you want to, which, you know, you're, you're most, it sounds like you're recommending most people do, 
So they get that support, but yeah, the, the staff aren't there necessarily to upsell. They're just, they're, they're there for you. They're there, definitely. And they have a passion to make a difference and sharing technique tips, try this new exercises. You know, that's keeping it fresh and variety is key. You know, we want people to form a habit. Like I do my training on a Wednesday night, but you know, we're in different, it's, it feels a bit different every week because we're in different teams and doing different stuff. If, yeah. if it was the same drills all the time, I'd get bored and drop out, you know? So I think. Things have got to be fresh and, you know, people like habit and comfort and knowing, and especially if you're coming into it, you've not done it before. You want to feel like you're, you're getting that, you know, feeling competent to be able to do it, but then you want people to be able to have variety. Otherwise they get bored and it needs to have that edge to it. Otherwise people drop out. We see it all the time. And Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So the support aspect from some, so from some great staff. Rising machines, great sound system, pumping out the tunes. What is there anything else? You alluded to the fact that, you know, big group exercise studios aren't, aren't your thing. So I guess there's not one of those in your dream. No, I, like, I love, I, I would definitely, group exercise is awesome, but I, I think having it in a kind of, you know, a smaller function would be for me. That's my, but I think group exercise is amazing. I think it makes a big difference. And I think, you know, but that, you know, 10, 12 people in a, in a kind of group X environment, yeah. I think that and i think and definitely yeah it's a connection as well with like-minded people 100 percent. i think in that 45 minutes to an hour you're more likely to work hard what fascinates me is the amount of people you see walk out of the gym who don't look like they've had a workout you know that they look the same as when they walked in but they haven't trained hard enough they haven't put you know whatever level of fitness they are they haven't you know and, and i think you know you've got to put that effort in to see the results you absolutely the- whereas whereas someone coming out of a a spin class or something else like that, I, you know, they're struggling to open the door, right? Yeah, yeah, in a lot of cases. And I think they, they need, yeah, there needs to be introductory levels for everything. I think people need, we want to get more people active, not just people who see themselves as an exercise. We want people who to have confidence to come in and try things and do that. I think, so there have to be different levels of progression. And I think mm. give people that confidence. Again, it's that picture of be whatever Rocky you want in front of that punch bag, you know? Yeah. Now, size, weight, background, anything, it doesn't matter, you know, and having the confidence just to whack on the gloves and do that. I think that's that kind of, that'll be, my club will have that kind of feel, you know, that mm. it's about how you look and you feel it's just, you know, training like no one's watching Yeah, you know, so. Um, yeah. Amazing. And just what you talk about people, or we, we talked about progression earlier and people leveling up. What's uh, any bright ideas or thoughts around how people do progress or, or measure their progression. We've said there's lots of different ways of doing it. What, what would your dream gym have in it in terms of, you know, moving people through the levels? I think it starts with when they join and get involved, that you meet them where they are and you find the right things for them. And you have a conversation about what they've done in the past, what they haven't, not just a high five that we've got a sale, we've got a booking and, you know, you know, we, we you know, push people into the gym. It might not be the, the actual gym side of function might not be right. It might be group X, but it's a bespoke, you know, tailoring for them. And that takes time and staff expertise and, you know, you, you know, got to have, you know, an infrastructure to be able to do that. But I think helping people become an exercise or stay an exerciser and enjoy it, you have to bespoke it for them and, and then stay connected with them, not just by emails or a text or a, but actually how they're getting on, how are they finding it and, yeah. um, you know, and then as they start to progress, celebrate success with them. But if they're getting bored, not enjoying it, they can try other things. So, and too many of the people that we sign up in the industry are seen as a high five and another sale. And we talk to them about 
in terms of appointments, well, they've had one appointment, two, but what, what actually happened in that appointment? How are they feeling? How are they enjoying it? So that sounds easy to say delivering it is difficult because, you know, it's, it's a commitment, you know, to your members and through time and expertise and yeah. But yeah, my club would try definitely. So yeah, meeting people where they are, that, that, that alliance mantra, but also, yeah, it's, it's. It is bespoking it for everyone, which, but listen, you've got a magic wand. You can do anything you want. You can you magic up these amazing staff, but I think it does come down to that, doesn't it? The conversations, as you say, it's not, it's not a text or an email. Those things can back up what the staff are doing or can kind of force those staff interactions to happen, but it, it does come down to the people, doesn't it? Yeah. And a variety of getting kids active earlier, you know, you know, we're doing that with Alliance Development Facilities in a way that. It's more than just there's a gym here that, you know, you know, inspiring people to be active and be healthy and exercise, do it with a fun way. I think, you know, breeds that big time, but bespoking it and staying connected. I think we talked, and me and you spoke about this before, about this focus on amazing service when they're in the box, in the facility and delivering, you know, but what happens when they walk out the door? Are you still staying connected with them? You know, are you providing content and support or is that possible? I think that's a big transition at the moment. Can you impact your community when they're not doing a session with you outside? Is that really possible? Other than just on demand or content that you'll provide, can you help people, you know, be healthier other than just using the class, the activity, the session, I think. That's the next step for us. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else in your dream gym or inside, outside, around it? What what are the are there change rooms? Is there a pool? Yeah. I think, you want? I, I you know, I would generally wherever I've trained have gone and come home. It is nice that, you know, if you had the time, I think in this current world with tickets of you're trying to fit it in. So I think there are different it's also who is your target market. And if it's a kind of get ready to rock, come in, train and get out, bang with that high energy, or is it more of a longer experience that you come in, you have your work, you sit down, you can catch up with someone after. I think it really depends on, yeah, my yeah. my head is, would not be like that. It's going to have pace. It's going to be, you know, yeah, more geared up to the experience, the workout, the exercise, Yeah, you know, the secondary stuff, you know, but, but then there'll be other brands and clubs where that's perfect and they want to create this longer experience and it's a... Yeah. But for your dream, Jim, it's more of a t- turn up ready, hit the workout, a bit like you're doing in the garage at the moment. Then, um, yeah, 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 yeah. You can, I can say all the things that people want you to hear, but that's how I feel it. Yeah, that's that. Would be, yeah. No, that's cool. And then there's people in there with energy and support and connecting, and you know, yeah, haven't seen you for a while, or great when you're in next, you know. And I love that. Yeah. Like, everyone walks out. I think when are we seeing you next? Is the biggest most powerful interaction there is and how many people leave a facility or a club and no one even says goodbye to them. Whereas at, at my club, it would be, you know, guys, so when are you in that brilliant class, brilliant workout, you come in Thursday and right bang. And it's that commitment every time I think would be, I'd want to start with that type of energy. Yeah. When you, and when you come in on the Thursday guy, we're going to do that exercise I told you about, or we're going to jump on here and that would be the perfect world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It comes back to that, looking forward to it. And you're there, you're there for that one purpose. You're, you're not necessarily like, and listen, lots of people are like, oh, I want a coffee shop and I need a plunge bowl and I need a recovery zone, but you're going to the gym, you're doing your workout, you're getting a great experience and you're looking forward to the next one. And you're, you know, off to an actual coffee shop for your coffee or knowing you straight after your next meeting. 
because you're because you're a, a very busy person. But yeah, that's and I think the the you know when yeah when are you here next? So still massively underused is something I always say is you know at the end of a class, a great group X instructor is like you know hands up if hands up if you're here next week, mm. and you see the whole class's hands go up and everyone is just committed to being there the next week. I think it might be at Paul Bedford. I don't think you mind me sharing it, especially if I reference him. But yeah, just saying, you know, who's going to be in this class next week? You'll get you'll get nearly everyone volunteering to be back in that class, and you know, n- knowing that they've just committed to it. The instructor doesn't know who has committed, but yeah, I think I, I want it to be more personal than just the general. You know, and that's the challenge of you know, okay. who they haven't seen them for a while, or you know, or the, you know, the member of staff who picked up this person's, you know new to the club and what was that Rob Bang? How did you find that club? You know, and okay, guy, you know, we're going to see, and that takes, you know, when you look at, I've got some, one of my team members, Emma, Emma, she trains at CrossFit. She loves, there's that energy, there's that, but it's a smaller community and it's got that kind of feel to it and that they will give them that. And can we take some of those things and bring them into more of the mainstream? And that's tough because we've got, you know, it's not a niche product where we're trying to you know, get as many of the population as possible limited on resources and time so it isn't easy but you know some people won't want that you know that time and connection they just want to crack on but i think actually that's a big thing for me and we i'm talking about that elevate in a couple of weeks and at scottish Mm -hmm. network this week is that just because someone says that they know what they're doing and that they're confident doesn't mean say you just say yeah do a health commitment state off you go boom actually no we want to stay connected with you we want you to maintain that level of being exercise. We want you to see value in this brand. And even more so, we want to connect with you as someone who's new and never done it before. So your member pathways have got to be, yeah, adaptable in that way, big time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like a great club. I would, I, I, personally, I'm looking forward to, to coming down and seeing well, you. On train like no one's watching. You can wear whatever. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Oh, uh, what's it? What's name. it called? What's what? Yeah, what's the, oh, that's the name of the club, I think. Yeah, train like no one's watching. Yeah, it's that we we'll have to call it that. Definitely. And Excellent. Yeah, bring it on. It does, does what it says in the can. Loads, loads of people we'll in there. We're we'll be doing that tonight with Jason, so there'll be some cheesy fist pumps probably, and I'll be knackered at the end of it. But <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Well, you've you've already answered one of the quick fire questions, but I've I've, I've got a couple more for you if you want. Right. Um, what is is in terms of fitness apps? What what would what would you say has been the best fitness app that you've that you've used or experienced? Wow. Yeah, I think technology. I think I start and stop. I think with fitness apps. I think okay. that way. And I think that's yeah. So I I think all of them have you know at some point I probably I think with at the moment with with Ascot we're all on we're all on Strava doing and sharing our runs, you know, so everyone's giving you grief on your run time, which is amazing. I've never seen that news that, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff with, you know, my wellness and, and you know, all the sweet stuff at TG with our clients. And that's making a big, big difference because of the yeah. there's loads. So I think that, yeah, on a personal level, I'd say Strava at the moment is something I'm using a lot with, you know, or getting ribbed about by, uh, you know, fellow teammates for not running or crap time. So yeah, I think that's something I'm seeing a community for the first time bounce yeah. off that, which I, I like definitely. Yeah, um, it, is, it is really interesting. So yeah, hook up, hook up with Woody on Strava and give him some great fun as well. Right. Do you have, do you have a pre or post workout fuel strategy or what, what, what are you, what, what are you fueling up on before, before oh, or after? Really before? This is fascinating. I would have is that they're all training at a budget operated near us. There's loads of them loads of them at 16 
And now there's that pressure of summer and out are taking pre-workout drinks, some are doing this, some are doing that. And you've got mm. questions and, you know, I've spoken of, and I think this type of advice is so much information out there and that and lack of it as well at the same time. And I think, you know, they're, they're not getting support, you know, really, they're just following their friends in that way. So yeah, I don't have a pre-workout drink or meal other than I've had a coffee earlier on, but yeah, yeah. I can see that it's for some people, it's an obsession definitely of doing everything right. And afterwards, so yeah, yeah. Anyone who's got any tips on that, I've got a 16 year old, I've got to give some advice to. So yeah, I would really welcome that. Yeah, for anything, <laughs> anything but relentless, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely in that bubble where I'm, you know, I'm googling and looking and speaking to friends in the industry about actually what is the sort of thing I should be saying to my son because he's really into his training and, and that's got into the type of education and support that clubs and brands should give more of a thing other than just here's a video of this bit of kit or here's you know there's a PT if you want a session. It's actually that support and advice on great question. What's your pre-workout drink? You know. I didn't even realize this was such a thing until I was at 16, you know, so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, well, so, yeah. Some people, some people are, oh, it's gotta be this. Yeah. It's gotta be, I've, I've got to have this before and I'm going to have that afterwards. Other people, it's like coffee and then whatever, avocado or, or, or chicken or just, I don't know, what, what, whatever's available, but yeah, good question sometimes. And yeah, last one. So we know when your next workout is, you've talked about your, your no, session. When was, what, what was your, what was your last workout? Woody? I went, I did some little mini back session yesterday in my little gym. Yeah. So having a little split routine. So nice. a little bit of running. Yeah. That was yesterday because I played a bit of golf over the weekend, felt a little bit. So, yeah. So I thought I'd, bit of a twinge. and also I want to get probably an extra 20 yards on my driver. So yeah, that's, yeah. So I did a session half an hour, 40 minutes yesterday, had a run over the weekend. So yeah, trying a couple of days, keep something happening. Yeah. That's fine. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure hearing about your dream, Jim. I knew it'd be a good one. Look Thank forward you. to putting this yeah. out. If people want to get in touch, then obviously you're at, you're at all the events. We don't know exactly when this is going out, but Elevate and Scottish Legends Network Group. Find you on LinkedIn. It's probably easiest. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Message me on LinkedIn. I'd love to catch up and share what we're up to. Yeah. We really want to, you know, for our marketing and sales strategies and and also customer experience, just shake things up a little bit, you know, you know, meet people where they are, not just do the same things we've always done and just help operators connect. I think that's the, you know, not just sell loads of memberships, which we want, but actually sell people that are going to stay with you longer and, you know, really enjoy being part of the brand. So yeah, please, we'd love to hear from you. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Thanks again for joining us and telling us about your dream, Jim. Look yeah. forward to catching up with you at an event or preferably on the golf course very soon. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it, mate. Hey, it's Guy back again with some thank yous, details of what's going on on the collective and details of next week's guest. Firstly, as always, a big thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope that you've enjoyed it. And thanks again to Woody for joining us this week, telling us about his third space. Um, obviously, lots of staff in there to support him, um, keeping him mentally fit and keeping the weight off as well. And yeah, training like no one's watching. I do love that. Um, thanks also to our supporters this, re- this week, to Johnson Reed and to ProInsight um, for supporting the podcast. Please do reach out to them if you are looking for funding for your dream gym or for mystery shopping. 
Um, and also please do help us to help the podcast grow by sharing it with your colleagues. Um, if there's a snippet that you like, then forward that over to them or jump online and join in the conversation with the hashtag Your Dream Gym. Other things going on on the collective, if you're listening to this on release day, um, which is uh, the 7th of February, we do have an owners and operators forum this afternoon at 2pm, so get in quick for that. Um, Otherwise, look out on the socials for other roundtables and online discussions that will be coming up throughout February. Um, And if, like Woody and myself, you are into golf, want to join us on the next Collective Golf Day, then please put the 25th of April into your diary. Um, We're going to be at Royal Ascot Golf Club again on the 25th of April. Tickets will be available very soon. Next week on Your Dream Gym, we'll be chatting to Amy Dutfield. Um, who is a former independent gym owner, um, an eco um, gym warrior, I would say, and warrior, that is not warrior, and um, she's working at Box 12. So, um, yeah, really interested to have a chat with Amy and hear more about her dream gym. Look out for that in your feeds next week if you subscribe, and if you don't, then you should. Thanks again for listening. See you soon.